Welcome to the Inspired Way Podcast. This show is designed to inspire and empower you to face the daily storms of life with passion, strength, and courage. We believe that we can be transformed by the testing of these storms, growing stronger, not wavering in our faith, and a knowing that our endurance will be strengthened. And when it is all said and done, we'll be perfect and complete, body, soul, and spirit. For we seek to control the controllables and nothing more. Our goal with this show and company is to keep a posture of learning by renewing our minds daily and taking action on what we have learned so that when the storms of life come our way, we are ready to face the storm. We, 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 we are ready to face the storm. Hey, my friends, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Inspired Way podcast. Today, it's just me. Today, it's a solo cast with just myself. I wanted to take a moment to share my experience that I had last Saturday as I'm recording this, July 25th. Um, I went over to Northwest Georgia and did a training mission with uh, a few guys, which I'll get into in just a moment. Anyway, I just wanted to break that down and do lessons learned from that. It was quite the experience. And there was a lot of things that I feel like I could share that uh, from that experience as lessons learned and, and just maybe be able to help you guys out as well. So before I get into that, though, I just wanted to let you know uh, this episode is sponsored by Naked Warrior Recovery. And I will say, man, uh, Naked Warrior Recovery products have helped me and I use them. I love them. And they actually helped me on this uh, training mission that I was on that I'm going to speak about here soon. And I'll, uh, I'll actually mention specifically how those products helped me um, as I get into telling the story. But I just wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Naked Warrior Recovery. And the discount code is Buffalo 20, Buffalo 20. If you choose to try it, uh, try out their products, definitely I would recommend trying out some of their products. I'm going to mention a few here on this episode, but the links are in the show notes down below. Yeah, definitely try it out. 30 day money back guarantee, free shipping. Can't go wrong there. Anyway, so without further ado, I'm going to jump on into this episode. Wow. Um, Wow, wow, wow. I just, that's all I can say. And it was uh, very intense. Some of you listeners actually know uh, a little bit about the experience that I had. And so I just wanted to record this because it was quite the day that I had. So I was invited to come out to Northwest Georgia to do a training mission with uh, Blake Wright. And Blake invited a few other friends along. And so it was great. Uh, Blake's actually training. You'll hear his podcast coming up soon. I did a recording right before the week of uh, the, the training mission that we went on. Um, so you'll you'll actually hear his uh, episode coming up here in a few weeks. But I definitely wanted to record this and get this out there. Um, but anyway, Blake invited me to come over, uh, train with him. Um, he invited his brother, Chad. Um, those two started three of seven project. And what an amazing uh, group of guys, man. Those two dudes are doing some amazing work. Definitely check out what they're doing. I'm going to put their information, three of seven project.com down in the show notes as well. They've got a podcast doing really amazing things. They've got a, a basics course, which you, um, uh, I'll let, you know, the episode that I recorded with, Blake, um, he actually talks a little bit about that, so I'll let him explain that, but it's uh, amazing. You guys definitely want to lean into their world, but he also invited a few other of their their friends along who have been on their podcast, and I recommend going back and listening to the 3 of 7 Project and listening to these guys. 
Paul Wilder, who has been a mentor to Chad and Blake, uh, was was invited to come along. What an amazing dude. Um, I enjoyed the podcast that I listened to with him. And so it was just an honor to meet Paul as well. And then James Ward. Uh, James Ward was invited. And James actually runs the Heart of Lebanon. And it is a really it's a ministry that goes into Lebanon, the, the uh, which you can imagine that's not a, a, a fun journey in of itself, but goes into Lebanon and really brings the gospel and also brings work to those people, to the Lebanese uh, people. And so they're doing amazing work over there. I'll put that information in the show notes as well, if you'd like to tune into that. But man, uh, so uh, that day started off with, um, I'll just get into it. I'm just going to go chronologically uh, in order of how bad day kind of broke down and shaped up. And I'll say I was anticipating this week, uh, that whole week, I was anticipating this day coming. Um, I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew the company I was surrounding myself with. And let me just break that down real quick. Chad is a former Navy SEAL, spent 12 years uh, with the teams. He was a breacher, went on many missions. He's just a cool all around dude. So, you know, just being around someone who's who's done that type of work, um, you know, their mindset. You, we all know kind of how kind of hardcore those guys can be. Chad has also turned that into um, his experiences uh, with the SEAL teams and the mindset that he has into ultra running. And so this guy has uh, ran, you know, 100 mile races. He actually just uh, won the Mid-State Mile, which is the last man standing event. And he's done several of those last man standing events. Um, but went, I think a little over 30 hours or 36 hours, something like that. I can't remember the exact time, but, uh, and about 95 miles, uh, to complete that, to be the last man standing. What an amazing, amazing accomplishment. So again, you know, the caliber of guys that I'm with, uh, Paul and Blake are also training for the cruel jewel just the name of that. Uh, sounds intense, cruel, <laughs> Jewel. So anyway, they're actually doing the 30 mile event. Um, I believe it's the 30 mile, maybe it's the 50, 50 mile event. Uh, may have got that wrong, but anyway, they're training for that. And so part of this training mission was for them to kind of prep and prepare themselves uh, for it. And so knowing uh, that these guys are ultra runners, James himself uh, does some ultra events. So I knew I was going out with some guys who have put in the work, who have put in some time. I consider myself um, fairly fit, but um, endurance racing um, has not always been in my <laughs> my repertoire. I've not. I've done uh, endurance running in the past, uh, like thirty years ago, but not, but not as of late. And so um, I got out of running. Um, many, many years ago due to some injury, but recently have gotten back into doing some different types of training, whether it's bike training, hiking. I love to get out into the woods, out into the wilderness and hike, doing some strenuous climbs even, you know, like this one hike that I went on just recently. It was a little over 2,000 foot of gain in elevation um, and just over a mile. So uh, pretty straight up, it was Billy Goat Land. And uh, I loved every second of it. I do not enjoy the downhill, the descent. Um, it is very challenging on my knees, to say the least. But we'll get into some of that as well. 
um, as I break this day down. So as you can see, I just kind of set it up for you. These guys that I'm with, these ultra runners, these amazing athletes. And so I knew going into it, that's this is who I was surrounding myself with. I knew I was going to be challenged. I wanted it to be a challenge. But in my mind, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I got this. I can do this. No big deal. I can hang. So I'm anticipating this day coming. I'm literally dreaming about it. In other words, I'm going through the motions of like what we're about to do. Blake gave me a little heads up on kind of the idea. He didn't tell me, you know, everything. <laughs> so anyway, that morning, I get up in the morning, do my normal routine. I have a three hour drive ahead of me. So I'm up at like 445 uh, to get ready. I take my, what I normally take in the mornings, I'll just give you my little bit of my morning routine. I have, um, I pour about 14, 16 ounces of water. And then I put my Navy Seal Super Greens, which is from Naked Warrior Recovery. Yummy, 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 good stuff. And then I also have a brain packet that I use. It's called Axio. Um, and I can put the link in the show notes for those if you want to try those. It's an amazing brain booster and which really just gives you energy. And then the Super Greens are just a super clean. Both of them are very clean products. I have switched over to a lot of clean products. I don't use anything really that has a lot of fillers or artificial sweeteners or anything like that. My wife and I actually have just gone paleo almost myself, almost a hundred percent. I still like to have my peanut butter and jelly <laughs> on my, on my favorite, uh, uh, you know, nut and seed bread. But, uh, outside of that, uh, very clean eating, uh, mostly fruits and vegetables and the meat that we use, we've actually switched to grass fed meat or open range, uh, pasture raised, very organic meats and all organic fruits and vegetables. I also knew that, hey, I got three hours drive. I needed to fuel myself and didn't want to go into this day with a full stomach. So um, I ate on the road about uh, an hour before I got there. I had a meal and um, I'll just share that meal. You guys are probably think it's gross. I <laughs> this, So the only other thing that I do generally that's non-paleo is I have oatmeal. So all oats are out, uh, grains are out. But anyway, I do oatmeal, half a cup of oatmeal with berries and bananas. And then I also just throw my three scrambled eggs in there and I just mix it all up and I just down it. Um, some people think that's extremely gross, but really it's not that bad. It's uh, the, the eggs are masked really by the berries and everything else. And so it's very filling and gives me a lot of fuel. So as I get there, I arrive, meet the guys, super excited, uh, a little nervous. So just because I, I, again, I know the caliber that I'm with. So we all load up, we load up in the trucks, we head to the trailhead, anticipating, you know, kind of what's to come. What do I have everything in my pack? I got my water. I've got my, you know, I generally when I'm out on the trails, I like to eat light. I don't carry a lot of heavy food or anything like that, but I do carry like, I make my own trail mix. And so I have things in there that, you know, generally give me energy and a banana, uh, some dates, things like that. So making sure that I have everything that I need, um, we all gear up, we head out and we're on bikes at first. So we mountain bike up these trails and it is just, we're in Northwest Georgia, so just to paint the picture for you, uh, it's pretty, 
pretty woodsy, pretty wilderness-like. And so we were out in the woods doing these. We're on a, a kind of a, a road, but it's kind of a gravel road because it's for like fighting fires, right? So it's for a, a fire truck. We're going along and it gets tough pretty quick. I mean, it's just uphill, down, uphill, down, uphill, down. And so the bike, even though I was hanging there for a little while there there came a, a very distinct period in that trip in the biking portion where James and and Chad you could just really start to see them start to pull away and Paul and I and and Blake for a little while but then Blake even pulls away for a bit we are finding my I'm finding myself at the back which hey I haven't, that was the second time I'd been on a bike in probably a year and a half or so. I used to bike quite a bit in Boise when we lived in Boise, Idaho. I haven't been on a bike in a long time. I actually did a 14 miles earlier that week um, on the, the roads here, uh, which is just up and down, up and down, up and down just to get into that. However, man, you can, uh, I, I love the analogy of like, um, uh, Rob O'Neill says this, you know, guys asking him, hey, Rob, you know, what can I do to, you know, get ready for buds? And he says, um, well, what are you doing already? And they said, oh, I'm taking cold showers, you know, to get ready for the, the, the frigid cold waters out there, you know, in buds training. And he was like, stop, don't even worry about it, because the moment you get into water, it's still going to freeze. <laughs> so no matter how much you jump into a cold shower today, you know, it's still going to suck. It's still going to, you know, and that was the case, you know, no matter how many miles I put in, it still, it still sucked. <laughs> so, but anyway, so some of the things that I started to notice is that, okay, these guys are pulling away. They get to a, I'll call it a checkpoint. Basically, it was a point in the trail where we will split off, uh, you know, and go down another trail. So they'll stop, wait, we catch up. So we rode about six miles in. We get to a place to where we stash our bikes and um, because now we're going on foot and we we so we stash our bikes and then right off the bat um, as we're coming out of the the trail uh, getting ready to run Chad gets nailed by a, a yellow jacket and uh, Blake swears it was a a um, horsefly <laughs> but and then Chad's standing by his word that it was a yellow jacket sting so um, I didn't see it, so I don't know. But anyway, we start out on our on our uh, run, and I didn't pack real well. I packed um, my my normal hiking and uh, backpack, which has the water bladder in there, and of course, it's just sloshing around. And I'm I'm feeling the six mile uphill, pretty much some downhill, uh, you know, in my legs. And now we're jumping on this run and no one knows how long this run is, um, except for Blake. And so we're, we're going along. It's not too bad at first. It was really neat because, um, uh, Chad and I actually had some time to just chat and catch up. And then at different times, you know, Blake would, you know, Chad would move on. Blake would come back. We would chat. And then Paul and I actually on a bike ride, Paul and I had some good conversation. So it was really cool to uh, really connect with these guys one-on-one as well as in a group. But I noticed, um, I don't know how far in deep we were, man, but I just got to a point to where physically, physically, I don't know if you've ever been there where you're running. Um, or exerting and you just feel like you just don't have anything left in a tank. You are, you're just about done. Well, I got to a point where we were on an uphill incline 
and I just momentum. I, I I was slowing down, and the momentum just I just could not sustain the momentum, so I stopped. And so um, I started walking. I didn't stop. Excuse me. I just started walking, and I kept you know kind of like marching up the hill. And Blake uh, looks back, sees what's happening. And jogs back down to me, checks on me. Hey, is everything okay? Everything feeling fine? Yep, everything's great. Just tired? Yes. Okay, good. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Um, immediately, he comes in and uh, puts a plan together and and goes into action. And that I love. This uh, be the first little lesson that I've learned while I was out there is in the midst of um, being tired, in the midst of you know feeling like you don't have much more to give, there's there's always something left. There's always something left, and so you have to break it down. Um, and these are some things that I know you know Chad has learned over his you know and some things that I have learned just by listening to um, and reading books about you know seals and how they get through buds training. Uh, many of those who don't make it through to the end is they're focusing on that six month. They're focusing on the big thing. Oh my gosh, I've got to go through all this pain. I've got to endure this for six months. You know, those are the guys who tap out. Those are the guys who ring the bell. Um, those who can break it down, like, okay, if I can just get to lunch, if I can just get the dinner, or if I can just make it to morning, I'm good. You know, they just continue to break it down and break it down. And I remember hearing a, 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 an interview with Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor. We've all seen the movie probably. If not, you must watch it. So anyway, those guys went through hell and, you know, just honor, you know, those guys for what they did and Marcus for his fight. Um, but Marcus said that there was days or moments where he literally could not make it. Um, or excuse me. He would just say, if I could just make it to that twig, I've got this. If I could just make it to that rock, I can get out of here. I'm free. And he did that for days. And so that's, you know, I'm just thinking back on that as, as Blake comes back down and he goes, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to lose the momentum we have. Let's keep going. So what we're going to do is we're going to do two minutes on 30 minutes off, excuse me, 30, 30 minutes, 30 seconds off. In other words, we're going to run for two minutes. We're going to rest for 30 seconds, run for two minutes, rest for 30 seconds. And we're just going to do these intervals just to kind of keep us moving along. And we have to just, and he even said this, he said, let's just break it down. Let's just break it down to two minute segments. And that is the same and true, same is true for us when we're facing a storm, when we're facing tough situations in life, like just break it down. If we're looking at the storm as a, as in its totality and enormity, sometimes it can be overwhelming and we just want to tuck tail and run. And the best thing for us to do when the storm starts to beat us up, when the when life really just starts hammering down on us, break it down, chunk it down, um, do little segments. Um, if I can just get through, you know, this hour, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. If I can just get through this day, I've got it. If I can just make it through this meeting, I've got it. Whatever you need to do to bake, make it through your day, chunk it down. And, you know, I think of like time blocking. A lot of times that's the most productive time is when we block time 
out for certain activities. And when we focus on that, we're not focused on everything else in our day. We're just focused on that one task. What's, what is the one thing that I can do today such that by doing it, will make everything else um, easier or unnecessary. And so those are some thoughts that just kind of ran through my mind as he was, um, as he ran back and he says, all right, let's just break this down. Two minutes on, two minutes or 30 seconds off. And so we started that. He goes, all right, let's hit it. So we do it. And man, was it tough. Um, I think we dubbed this mission as the lead legs mission (laughs) because we all had lead legs afterwards. I mean, our legs just felt like they were just so heavy, but we're going, we're doing it. Um, And what I noticed was um, Blake, um, (laughs) he um, all right, 30 seconds more, you know, he's giving me a little heads up. He's out in front of me, um, 30 seconds more and we can rest. And we did that a couple of times. We did a two minute, 30, two minute, 30, two minute, 30. And then I noticed, okay, we got 30 seconds or one more minute, one minute to go. And then I'm like, that was an extremely long minute. Right. Um, by this time we're catching up to Paul and Paul's like, hey, what are we doing? He goes, oh, we're just doing 30. Because um, Paul was walking at a mo- at one moment. And he says, oh, we're just going to do a, um, uh, intervals. We're doing tw- uh, two minutes on, 30 seconds off. And so Paul jumps in. We start doing this uh, all together. Um, and then uh, I remember this one time. I felt like we were running for like 10 minutes. And I just told Blake, I said, okay, I, I need a 30. I need a 30. And the lesson in that is um, there are times when that two minutes is is more than enough. Um, there are times when we can go further. And I think that's what Blake was doing. I don't know. I should have asked him. I, I wanted to ask him. I was like, hey, dude, I know what you're, I, I'm on to you. <laughs> you know, he's, he's extending the time. So, but anyway, um, what I learned there is that we do have more to give if we're not just paying attention to the finish line. If we're just, if we're just kind of continue just to continue to go and continue to chunk along, we can go a little bit further. We can push ourselves a little bit harder. And, but the other thing that I learned is that in doing so, it's also okay to take your 30, um, to say, Hey, whoa, I need to take a 30, uh, walk break here. And, you know, and we did, um, and as a, as a, as a group there, the three of us as a group, we did. And so we made it to the next checkpoint where Chad and, um, Chad and, um, uh, gosh, sorry, um, James was standing. And so we, we continue on or they, they turn and they run on and then we're continuing to chunk on. So here we are on this last incline, the last ascent, and I, he goes, all right, the reservoir is just up ahead. So we, we're going to this reservoir, um, Barry Reservoir, and we get to the top of the hill. And I, guys, I am done. I am done. In my mind, I'm sitting here thinking, you've got to be kidding me. Because I knew that Blake had said, hey, this is a bike, run, swim, run, bike, right? So we're going to swim after we do the bike and the run. And then we're going to run back to the bikes. And then we're going to bike back to the trucks. So I'm thinking, okay, we're halfway through. I'm like, I'm out here literally in the middle of nowhere. What am I going to do? I can't quit. I cannot quit. I have to keep going. I have to find something in me 
that to continue to just keep fighting, just to keep fighting, just to keep fighting. And so, so I sit down, they're all sitting down at the top of the hill. It's a beautiful view of this reservoir, this lake. And I just plop down on this log and I, I'm literally in a daze um, because I am just so exhausted, dripping, dripping wet, full of, you know, icky sweat. So anyway, I plop down and I know instantly I've got to fuel myself. So lesson number three, I guess I'm <laughs> number three here is fuel is important. Fuel is important. Recovery is important. And we have to m- make sure that we are fueling ourselves well um, throughout our day, throughout our life. And in that moment, I, I knew I needed to get food and fuel into my body. And so I literally, I had a banana and some nuts and some dates with me. And I honestly had to force myself to eat because I was that exhausted. And I'm shoving this banana down. Can't even think. It doesn't even taste good anymore. It does nothing. I put some nuts in there and it was just bleh. And so, but I'm just literally forcing myself to chew this stuff down, um, to get it into my system. And, um, but it is important that we take time, like in that moment to recover. So one of why I say recover is the very next thing for us to do was there's these steps um, that go down uh, really steep, go down on the backside of this reservoir and then back up kind of almost the dam side of the reservoir. And um, th- so it was down and back up. And then after that, it was jump in the lake, um, but not just jump in the lake. We were going for a swim. So I knew, okay, we have a swim coming. And I, I still, at that moment when they were going down, um, they were waiting. They looked over, they go, Tim, you're good. And I just said, I, you know, I said, I can't, I, I got to recover. I need to recover. I, I'm, I'm about done. I, you know, I didn't say that, but I'm in my head, I'm thinking, I've got to, you know, I did say I've got to recover. I, I got to sit this one out. And they said, all right. So, I, but I knew, and I think that's the key is just knowing when you need to recover. Um, when there's a storm coming, you know, there's a, a thing, um, definitely check uh, the episode out with Will Brenham. Will and I were talking about how they would stress inoculate. They would put stress on these, um, the younger guys or the, the green guys to put them in situations to step up, right? So that when they're in the midst of a firefight, when they're in the midst of a, a mission and all hell breaks loose or someone goes down, um, the rest are strong to carry that one. And so, or like when someone needs recovery, they can recover and the, the group in and of itself, the team does not, is not broken down or, or pulled down by the weight of that one needing recovery. And I think that is just the important thing here is knowing when you need to recover, knowing when you need to just press pause and recover. For me, it was that moment. And I'm glad I took that in that moment. Um, So we jump in the water and we have this swim and it's probably, I don't know, we probably swim the equivalent of six football fields, eight football fields, I think. Um, And it it, it was, it was a lot. (laughs) So um, I I don't know, they said maybe it was like a mile or two. I I don't remember uh, exact distance um, per se, just knowing miles. I don't think we ran or swam about a mile, but 
there's some stuff that I learned in the water as well. And I want to share those lessons with you. And so the water was super refreshing, wasn't super cold at all. Um, too bad <laughs> because we all wanted it to be colder, but we, uh, we did swim buddies and except for, um, uh, Chad, who was, I just have to say this was beautiful to watch in the water and watching a Navy SEAL get into the water and just glide through the water like he was a torpedo was, was amazing, was very beautiful to see and to watch. But so we all start out, um, there's a kind of a lookout tower in the middle of the lake. Um, this little section that we were swimming. And if you needed to take a break, that's where you could take a break. But we did these swim buddies. So we swam uh, to the other side, rest, swim back to the other side, rest, and then we do it all over again. On my second lap in, uh, we all started back over across um, to get to the other side. I noticed instantly as I started to kick, my right uh, quad started to cramp up. So I try to relax it as I swim using my left leg uh, more as a kick than my, you know, than both um, using my arms also. um, And then, you know, more like a butterfly or even, you know, like normal strokes. And then as I get past about midway, my left starts to cramp and I switch off. So I start using my right more. I relax in my left, I get to the other side and both of them are, I could feel they're both tight. So we rest on the other side. And so this is where lesson number four comes in. And as we're, you know, everybody's else is, you know, headed back across, I, Paul and I head out. I was uh, uh, teamed up with Paul, my swim buddy. We headed back across and a quarter of the way through, literally my entire right quad just seizes up, uh, locks up, goes into this massive knot. The leg is stiff as a board. It went all the way down my leg into my toes. My toes are stiff. I can't move it at all. And it's excruciating pain. So I let out a yelp, you know, to let Paul know he was a little bit ahead of me. I just said, hey, Paul, I've got to rest it. So I angled over to that watchtower and um, just had to, to rest it. The lesson that I learned there was not to panic. And one of the things in Bud's training that they do is they do what's called water comp. And water comp is designed to help you be um, good in the water or to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, um, just comfortable in the water. And those who aren't comfortable, those who panic, those who um, freak out, those are the ones who don't generally pass those evolutions. And so um, one of the things that they do is they do what's called pool comp. And um, you can be the greatest physical stud and not make it through that, right? Because um, it's not necessarily a physical thing. It's they're testing and they're looking to to help you remain calm, um, to stay level-headed, to um, be decisive um, under stress and pressure. And and in that moment when my my quad kept, uh, locked up, I knew okay. Just remain calm, keep my breathing under control, um, get to this, the watchtower and rest it. And so that's what I did. I, I limped over 
And Paul helped as I got there, he helped um, just kind of massage my leg. And uh, we rested that for a little bit. And then we marched on as I was swimming to. So Chad swims back out. Actually, um, it was cool. Chad swam out to make sure everything was cool. Everything was great. So I power on uh, to the shore. And as I'm getting out of the water, I did not want to get out of the water, guys. That was super refreshing. That's another lesson, I guess, is just find something that's refreshing, right, in the midst of your storm and um, allow yourself to, it's still challenging, but it allows you to, to recover. And that water allowed me to recover. And it was just, even though I got the cramps inside the, the, the water, it just, it really allowed me to recover. And it was, it was great. So we get out resting. Um, we're kind of gearing back up and I knew in that moment, okay, we're about to go for a run. So I pull out, um, the, uh, naked warrior recovery, CBD muscle recovery, sav stick. And so I had that because I wanted, I knew my, my knees, um, prior to even getting into water or even my, the cramps, so my legs were a little damp, but it still worked because um, it's kind of an oil base. So I rub it on my the sides of my knees, which are my LCLs, uh, the LCL tendon and my quads to just kind of get it inside, you know, to, to, to start to work. And we gear up and we head out. As we're running, I'm feeling okay, but my 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 knees. Um, and I didn't I didn't say anything. Didn't want to say anything. I know one of Chad's thing is don't give your pain a voice, right? Don't give pain a voice. And what he means by that is not if you're injured, if something is broken, just continue to march on, right? It's it's knowing your body. It's knowing like okay, this is just I'm in a painful place right now, and it's my mind wanting me to quit um, versus. I've done injury to myself. And so I'm just going to further injure myself by not saying anything. That is not what he's saying. He's saying like, if there's pain, you know, we all have pain, you know, cramps or whatever. And it's, it's not giving that a voice. And because the moment you give it a voice, you speak it into your reality. And when you speak it into your reality, now it exists for you right then. And so I knew my um, my my knees generally give me issues when I do descents, um, even when I'm hiking. But so that's why I threw the um, the sav stick. I had carried it with me uh, for relief, and um, we did a short little run. My my the my LCL was just screaming on my right leg. And so I, we get to back to the bikes um, and we have a, a nice little treat waiting for us, of course. Um, and that treat was not the treat that you're thinking of, that we were thinking of. <laughs> Blake had basically set up this, uh, this new little mission that we had to do, which was conquer this mountain. And this mountain literally was like at a 45 or 60 degree climb um, up back down the other side, down to this service road, and then do it all over again, back to the bikes. And man alive, I, a couple of times I stopped to put the CBD salve recovery on my, on my, my knees and it did help. It helped reduce the pain. It still was there, but it reduced it some to enough to where I could continue to press forward. And the lesson that I learned on this hill was this, that everybody else marched on. And the, the point of it was that this is not a timed event. 
This is not a fail or a pass, right? Just do what you can. Just just continue because it, it was freaking tough, let me tell you. So the the lesson is, is just continue to press forward. Continue to, as, as you know, I've learned, you know, just from following these guys and, and other uh, seals that I follow is it's, it's front sight focus, right? Just keeping your focus on what's ahead of you. And so what was ahead of me was the next step, just one step. Let's just keep one step, one foot in front of the other and just keep moving. Um, pause when you need to pause, but just keep moving forward. And so um, that's what I did. And it was um, intense, but I, I let me tell you, I loved it. I felt better after that. I was telling the guys when we got back to the bikes, I felt more refreshed and that water really helped. I felt then that hill was a butt kicker, a butt kicker. But I felt better after that than I did prior to, um, prior to, uh, uh, getting in the water, you know, after that first run, man, that was just, that was super intense. And so, um, Chad and them actually did that twice. Um, amazing. Uh, they just did a bonus round. Those guys are beasts. That was the other thing I learned. These guys are just freaking beasts, you know, and, uh, which was awesome to watch, awesome to see, and um, and I learned some things like through that, and I'll share another lesson here in just a moment of what I learned there with those guys. So we, we're fueling back up, uh, we're resting for a moment before we jump back on the bikes, and I um, I throw in my backpack. Um, actually, I threw my I threw this. I didn't have a water bottle to mix it, so I just dumped it in my my the bladder the water bladder that I had, but I had. Another um, Axio uh, for energy, um, it was a decaf uh, version, so red raspberry. And then I also had a, um, a berry-flavored Navy SEAL CBD um, energy drink, which has uh, 12.5 milligrams of CBD in it for recovery. And I just mixed those into my bladder and to get that you know, solution going. I just mixed it back and forth, back and forth. And then I used that instead of water. I used that to kind of, uh, as my water, as I was continuing on mainly to get the, these, you know, electrolytes, these also these, these, um, uh, CBD, but also the brain power that I needed to some, some clarity to bring me some more energy, things like that. So I, I'm, you know, refueling, getting, you know, a little bit more in my, my system. We jump on the bikes, we take off and these guys, it's so funny. They're like, it's all downhill from here, except where, and it's not. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, wait a minute, it's all downhill, except for when it's not. That means there's some uphill. But I remember quite a bit of downhill on the way over here, which means there's quite a bit of uphill to go. But the <laughs> it's just the um, uh, positive mental, right? So it's always staying positive. And it's like, oh, it's downhill, but when it's not, except for when it's not, instead of like, hey, it's more uphill than not. Uh, and so anyway, it's just like always shifting your, your perspective. So I guess that would be lesson number five, shift your perspective and or six, whatever it is. Look at things in the positive light, you know, of like, hey, there's going to be some downhills. Yeah, there's going to be some uphills, but there's also going to be some downhills, too. And uh, focusing on on that. And right away, though, get back on the bikes. Um, we're wrapping this up. So thank you for staying with me if you're with me this long. And uh, Paul and I are together. And then boom, instantly, both quads just lock up stiff as a board. 
I can't pedal. I can't do anything. I stop I, and I have to like literally almost fall off of the bike because I was in so much pain, excruciating pain. We finally got those to relax and um, it was just intense. And it wasn't uh, like Paul said, it's not that you're dehydrated. It's not anything like that. Although I think I could have fueled a little better, you know, I had some different fuel for, you know, sources for myself, but I did have plenty of water and I was uh, replenishing things back into my system. However, he was like, even Chad said, you know, in the water, it's like, man, it fatigues your muscles so much that a lot of times your muscle is just saying, I've had enough. I can't, I can't do it anymore. And that's where they were at. They were just, they were locking up and saying they, they, they were done. I was, you know, kind of pissed. I, I mean, I really wanted to continue to go. I wanted to continue to fight. Um, but I knew I had to get these guys to to release. Um, they literally the I had to like these balls. <laughs> you know, my muscles looked weird. They're like just my quads were just in a big old knot. Finally, they release um, and we jump back on the bike. And amazingly enough, I feel comfortable. I feel good. And we're going. And now I'm in a place where um, we do have some downhill. Paul um, takes a little easier on the downhill. So I, in my mind, I told myself, you know what? I am not going to be last on this evolution. Um, I'm, you know what? Love you, Paul, but I am not going to be last. And so I press on and I'm, I'm up there quite a ways. Um, the other guys are just, they're at the next checkpoint. We finally, we get to the next checkpoint and then boom, they take off. Another lesson here. As they take off, I tell Paul, I'm like, man, it pays to be fast and upfront because the faster you are, you get to the next checkpoint and you can rest until everybody else gets there. And we don't set, stand there and rest the same amount of time that they do. We just keep marching forward. And so that lesson there, hopefully if you've made it this far, um, that lesson there is it pays. And Chad actually made a post this week. So go check it out. And my comment to that was I experienced that firsthand. He made a post about it pays to win, to be a winner and to be first. And it, it absolutely does. And the lesson that I learned, that was a lesson that I learned when I was out there is like, wait a minute. It pays to be first. It pays to, to put in the work. Um, my point is, is that you put in the time, you put in the work, you, you, you get better. And that was my comment is like, I learned that lesson that when you're in the back, there's no rest. When the rest of the team is resting, when you get there, there's no resting generally for you. I mean, you can take a quick break, but you've got to keep marching. Otherwise, you're going to get further and further and further behind. And that's not what what I wanted to do. I wanted to kind of stay, stay up with the pack as much as possible. So anyway, it's like, get better, right? Get stronger, put in the work. Um, to me, it just told me that, hey, there's still more work for me to do. Not that, oh, these are just great athletes, which they were. They were stunning to watch, battle it out. And that was the other thing that I wanted to make mention here is that everybody's at different levels. And when you go out on a mission like that, a training, um, everybody needs to get out of it what they are there for. And I gave it my my all. I did. I I pushed. And even though I was last or Paul and I were kind of together in some of the, the, the evolutions there. I mean, he still was out in my mind out, uh, doing me some. And so, um, but it just showed me that there's more that I can do. There's more that I can improve upon. I can get better. I can get stronger. And so, 
Um, but as we're going, I'm now pressing forward and I tell myself I'm going to get to the next checkpoint before Paul. And then just something inside just felt like, you know what? I don't know where he is. Um, these guys circled back multiple times for me and to check and say, hey, you good? You're cool. Um, everything all right? Your body's still working, functioning. Da, 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 da. Yes, yes, yes. And just tired, yes. Okay, keep pressing, doing great, you know, and just encouragement. And so I thought, you know what, let's do this for Paul. So I pulled off, waited for Paul, and and then, you know, tried to finish, not try, we, we finished out most of it together. And then, of course, he, he pressed it. There was this one section, I just, again, my body just lost the momentum up this hill and could not continue to grind it out. So I walked a little bit up the hill just to get a breather and then get back on the bike and finish the rest of it out. So the whole, the whole, that was pretty much the day we get back to the trucks. And of course those guys have chairs, they're sitting there, you know, chilled and, (laughs) you know, they've rested up. And, um, so that was just a, a, you know, for me, it was just like, see, they get the rest. The faster you are, you get the rest more. So anyway, um, that was my day, man. And I had another three and a half hour drive back to the house uh, shortly after that. We went and had lunch together, which was great. But um, that was my day. Um, I know this was a long one, but man, what, it was a long day. I mean, we were started out at 9 a.m. I think we got done just before two or around two o'clock. Do hard things. Put yourself. Um, oh, this is another lesson I learned is community. We need community. You know, one of the things that uh, Chad said that the basics course is these people are coming out there. COVID hasn't hurt them at all. People are longing to be a part of something. People are longing to be a part of um, uh, really just a, a part of a community. And that's what I hope I'm I'm building here. I, w- I want to build a community. I'm looking for ways to do that. I have I haven't really mentioned this at all, but I have a Buffalo retreat that I'm, I'm doing this uh, August uh, here three short weeks away have some guys coming out for that. I want to do more of those. I also want to create an online community, a space for us all to to um, just help each other, help support each other through, you know, training missions, through um, the storm, through fighting through life in general. And so what whatever I can do to help uh um, do that. That's what I want to do. And so anyway, I hope you've got some some things out of this. If you're listening still, um, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. And um, if you'd like to do some of these types of missions, let me know, man. I would love, um, like I said, I'm putting together these retreats. Um, the retreats, uh, real quick, the Buffalo Retreat is kind of a training mission in and of itself. It's it's us to become stronger. So we do some some personal work, but we also do physical work. And, you know, I have it planned out where we're going to hit some trails, some very strenuous trails um, as a team, as a group to go through and um, as exercises. There's other exercises that I have along the way, not, not like physical exercises, but just mental exercises to help us press through uh, tough times um, for us to not be those cows in those moments, but us to be the buffalo and face those challenging situations as we see them, as they come up. And so that's what the retreat is all about. It's about building a brotherhood. It's about building a, um, a core group 
of, of people who go through adversity together. And we're going to be into, in, in some adverse situations. And that's what I was a part of this last weekend, where I was a part of very intense, adverse situations, uh, physically, um, but also mentally, because it did challenge me mentally to continue to press forward, to continue just to kind of keep going, just keep grinding, just keep grinding. You know, at, at times it was like, Thomas, I think I can. I think I can. You know, Thomas the train. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, I've had kids. So, um, but anyway, I hope you all are doing well and let me know what your, what your thoughts are, what your takeaways are from this. I'd love to hear from you. And I just, again, just thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, call to action would be, if you have something you want to talk about, please go to the link in my bio or in the show notes below. I'll leave a link for you to set up a discovery call. Love to hear what you're going through. And, you know, I'll, I'll do my best to point you in the right direction, whatever that might be. Maybe it's a book, maybe it's a podcast to listen to. Maybe it's um, another call with myself. Maybe it's the, the retreat, another retreat coming up that I'm going to do, or maybe it's some coaching that we can do. So whatever it is that I can do to help serve you, I want to do that. So the call to action is reach out, let me know how I can help you, how I can serve you. And then the other call to action is to subscribe, review, and rate this show. Really appreciate it. Love you guys. God bless. Hey, my friends, I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. If you did, do me a huge favor and head on over to iTunes. Leave me a rating and review. That will definitely help us get this message out to more people. Also, if you haven't done so already, let's connect. You can connect with me on my website, timdouglasinspires.com, and or on the social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Let me know that you listened to the podcast and that's how you found me. Lastly, stay tuned for more to come. And I definitely want to thank you again for subscribing, for sharing this with your friends, leaving a review, all that good fun stuff. So until next time, go out there, face your storms, make your difference in the world, and we'll see you next time on the Inspired Way podcast. Thank you.